Welcome to Shepherd's Gate, a podcast sponsored by Mount St. Mary Seminary in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Shepherd's Gate seeks to evangelize the world by informing and inspiring its listeners with the words and works of those who carry out the mission of priestly formation in one of the oldest and largest Catholic seminaries in the country. Join us as we present enthusiastic content to help you know how priests are being formed today and how you can live your faith better. This is Monsignor Andrew Baker, Rector of Mount St. Mary's Seminary. Welcome to another edition of Shepherd's Gate, a seminary podcast. Uh, Today, another special treat, a conversation with another seminarian out in the diaspora during this time of COVID-19, Thomas Presley of the Diocese of Colorado Springs. So Thomas, how are you? I'm doing great, Monsignor. Thanks for having me on the Shepherd's Gate. Well, thanks for saying yes to it as well. Um, Now, where exactly are you? So when I began my exodus, I drove through Nebraska, spent a night there, and now I am back in my home diocese of Colorado Springs. How long did it take you to get home? Parker. It took took a while. It was uh, 18 hours to Nebraska, then another maybe eight or nine hours, I think, back home. So my math's right. 26, 27 hours. Right. Did you go directly uh, to uh, parents or, or directly to where you are now? I came straight to the parish. So I'm staying at Ave Maria Catholic Church in Parker, Colorado, which was my assignment two summers ago. So it's kind of like coming back home. Oh, so you know the area, you know the pastors, just the one priest there? The pastor is new, but the parochial vicar is the same as when I was here before. Oh. And I'm actually here with another seminarian, uh, Deacon Tim O'Connell. So the two of us are here along with the two priests. Yeah, that's wonderful. Boy, that's got to be a real blessing, too, to have uh, to have two priests, another seminarian with you. How, how have you found the, the transition from seminary life um, and from, you know, a maybe more structured kind of, of atmosphere to what you're experiencing now? The spiritual structure, I wouldn't say has changed that much. I have the same morning routine for prayer. We still have mass every day, but at a different time. The structure for academics would be the greatest change, obviously, with the environment totally different, all the other classmates gone and trying to do it all online. That's been the probably the most challenging of stretching a schedule and, for, for lack of a better way of saying it, of making myself leave the desk. You know, when you have classes, you can go to different places and go back to your room, then go back to the different class. Whereas here, my class is my room, and there's not a lot of not a lot of reason to leave this table. So I kind of have to force myself to, to go and walk, so I'm not just sitting here for hours on end. Yeah. But the, the transition, short of, short of the academics and leaving all the people, of course, is less drastic than I was expecting, I guess. Well, that's at least good news. And have you, have you had more classes kind of live or um, any of them that you've had recorded to, to view later or, or a mixture of both? What, what's your situation like? It's been a mixture. So every class has some kind of video or live aspect to it. One of our classes is completely via Zoom, done live. One of them is only videos then probably two of two or three of them are a little bit of a mixture so i think i 
one of the benefits of having the video is that I can pause the teacher and, and <laughs> write down what I was hoping to write down, which is a lot harder to pause in, in real life. You can't do so that in real life, a, yeah. No, no. So, so that's been a benefit, but it's also the, the Zoom conferences are draining to try to stay concentrating on your screen, looking at a little board or trying to focus on a movie as if it were real life. And mm. that, that's probably the, the more challenging side is the Zoom ones. Yeah, but it's also it's really nice to be able to see people in person, kind of, but to be able to relate face to face instead of just watching a video. Yeah. Well, that brings up a good question, and that is, how about um, your other classmates or other seminarians? Have you been able to interact with them? Maybe even some certainly in class, but uh, even outside of class, quote unquote, or or anything else that you've been able to do to stay in touch. We've had one. Zoom get together with the AMS guys. So we got together via the internet and saw each other face to face. Of course, I see Deacon Tim daily. And then I've, I've had some phone calls or, or FaceTimes with only one other seminarian with uh, Jacob George. But short of that, we've had some text messages, but otherwise not a lot of interaction outside of class. Right, right. Well, I mean, you, you also know a question that I always ask at the beginning of my rector's conferences, are you living your holy hour? How are you handling that? One of the benefits of being at the rectory is that literally right outside my bedroom door is the door to the chapel. So it's very convenient to go and, and see our Lord in the tabernacle. It's yeah, it's, it's a real perk, <laughs> real perk of being here. It's, it's such a blessing. My, my prayer life, the structure's changed a little bit, but like I said, the, the morning's pretty much the same for my, my normal prayer routine of scripture and, and going in front of the, the tabernacle. I'd say places where it requires the fruits of that holy hour is as much as all of us get along in the house, you know, when you're around the same four people constantly, you know, sometimes it's, you need to develop more patience or uh, understanding and then kind of disagreeing, that's a bad word for it, wondering about some of the rules, and I think this is probably more for the priests than for the seminarians, like the what's coming down from the bishops, being obedient in following the rules which they are, are setting in place for the diocese, even if you you know long to go and see your people or wish to have a greater role with the parish. But... Yeah, sure. Doing it's, it's very what you can within your permissions, within your authority. Yeah, right. And what have you been learning, too, from from these parish priests, the pastor and the assistant pastor? Because they, they have to deal with a situation that they, of course, and none of us have been kind of trained on what to do. But um, how about learning from them? And uh, in, uh, in essence, I guess I'm asking, you know, whether you've been able to also learn some pastoral formation um, during this time. It's been nice seeing their concerns for their parishioners, so coming up with creative ways to interact with them. We've been having live stream masses, recorded masses, live streamed rosaries, and it's it's nice to get you know messages from the parishioners afterwards saying we just prayed together, we just celebrated mass with you, even though we're not not present. So a benefit would be seeing their example in finding creative ways to minister. We have drive-through confessions right now, which even even that's a real blessing because I know some dioceses have like closed off church property completely. 
I'm seeing them still going out for, they can't go to the hospitals, but they can still do sick calls to houses and yeah. finding means of caring for their flock. Right. And doing it creatively, it sounds like, just looking for other means to, to still reach out, uh, even though we've got certain restrictions on the way that we can interact and uh, reach out. Um, it takes a lot of creativity, some thinking, and a real concern, uh, a pastoral's heart, really. Yes, sir. So, um, well, obviously, um, you've been you know, not just doing academics and certainly not just praying, although those are very, very important things. Um, now that you're kind of back home, too, has it been a little bit easier to take a little more leisure time or not? And um, what are you doing to kind of relax? I found a mostly flat basketball in the grass near here so i've been going out to the elementary school playground that sounds really weird this is a this parish has a school attached to it <laughs> so i've been going out to the, the school's basketball court and uh trying to work on my jump shot and it has not improved well give it some time you're going to come back here and you know the guys are probably going to need you at uh, at the intramural uh basket on the intramural basketball team they need all the help they can get yeah it's it's hard to keep down all the offers I have for basketball. <laughs> so that's 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 nice. I have my my bike out here. Luckily, so Colorado has an order that you're not supposed to leave your house except for essential business. But exercise and recreation counts as essential as long as you're not going to any of the gyms that are closed. Right. But to go outside is fine. So it's it's nice to be able to go for a walk or go for a bike ride, go jogging, do something out in the sun. The weather's kind of fickle, so it might be snowing one day, but then it'll be beautiful the next two days. So as long as the weather's good, it's it's convenient to uh, head outside and soak up some of those rays. Yeah, and I, that prob it's good for all of us to do that. It's been nice here at the Mount, I must say. The weather's gotten a little bit better, and uh, it's a little odd. we got, a, as you know, a, a beautiful place here with the mountain uh, to our back and this uh, beautiful little valley. But um, even though the campus uh, is basically empty it's very beautiful and it's a it's a nice time to be able to take a walk around here i believe it yes now have you have you had some contact with your family at all thomas anybody i have facetimed a little bit with my parents and then with a german foreign exchange student that we used to have i i generally i'm I've contacted them as much as I normally do, yeah. to be honest. There hasn't really been a change. I call home about once a week. Perhaps I should call home more, but even once a week is an improvement over what I used to do, so we're making we're making progress. We're making progress, yeah. The, yeah, so I, it, it hasn't changed much. I talked to them. They're all fine. They're also under their quarantine and lockdown in their city, but same same restrictions. They're allowed to go for walks and can go to the grocery store if they need it, so everyone's everyone's doing well. Yeah, that's good to hear, and everyone's healthy. Good to hear. Well, compared to your life now, and this has been, you know, a little, almost not quite two weeks um, that we started our remote uh, delivery of formation. Um, what do you miss? Do you miss anything about the Mount? Of course, predominantly I miss the, the people. Yeah. You can't replace having a class full of friends or your floor mates with coming and sitting by yourself in your room doing all your classes. So I, of course, miss, miss my friends. I miss the, the group activities of going and playing sports, 
as a collection of young men and not just me. I would miss the structure and the classes themselves, of course, and the focused spiritual life, how seminary is easing everything into related to the spiritual life. So that's very helpful. Miss the groups, miss the friends. And like you said, the environment up there is beautiful. It's nice to go walk around, especially now that the campus is a bit more quiet. So I, the wide open area out there is, would be a real benefit right now also. Yeah. Well, being from Colorado, you know that the, the wide area here and the, the, the mountain, as we call it, is not exactly the same as it is in Colorado. You, you, you've got wide areas and, and mountain ranges there. We, we do. Now, now, to be quite honest with you, the, the hills out in Maryland are pretty, pretty cute. Um, <laughs> and the, the mountains outside my window are a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that's what you miss the, the most about the mount, and um, we miss having you guys here. It's a rather strange experience, as I said at the beginning, just not having anybody here. I've said this several times. Uh, seminary looks pretty funny without seminarians. Um, so it's not meant to be this way, but we're doing the best we can for the situation. Um, do you have any, uh, any kind of, um, if you will, advice to your, especially fellow seminarians, about uh, making the best of this time? It's, it's kind of a real sense of gratitude for me and something that I've asked for like more gratitude in living in the rectory and being able to go to Mass every day. You know, I talk to my parents or text or email with them, and my mom can't go to Mass. None of the people who work at the church can go to Mass, only the priest, seminarian, and the deacon. Yeah. So it's this real sense of gratitude of, we're kind of receiving communion for everybody now, yes, which yes. maybe a priest felt like that always, but I didn't feel like that until now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's helped to, you know, take on those those concerns and that desire for our Lord of yeah. the prisoners and of my yeah. of my family. And, and it's, a, it's a very priestly instinct that. too. That's that is true. That's what the, the priest who the priest is. He does take on those concerns of his people and brings them to God. Yeah, so it's, it's been nice to be able to offer up the blessings which I'm receiving by being able to be here and receive our Lord for the many, many people who can't. Right, and right. To, see that the, to see their appreciation and to see, honestly, like their witness of faith, to how much it means to them that I can be here and they can't, but knowing that we still care about them and are praying for them, it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And that's true for everybody, all of our guys that are out there uh, throughout the United States. And we can offer up uh, the graces that we receive in Holy Communion uh, for those that um, at this point are making their way uh, by spiritual communions and can't receive, yet deeply desire to receive our Lord in, in the Eucharist. Um, the body of Christ and our connection within the body is ever more important these days. Uh, and so that that's just a great message for, for everybody. Yes, sir. Well, uh, any last thoughts, Thomas, on, um, on this whole situation, on your particular situation, anything else that you wanted to talk about? Oh, I, would, I would encourage the other seminarians to make Miss Parker happy. 
I've become the cantor and psalmist for all of our masses. Great. So they can too. <laughs> She'd love to hear about it, and it it does you know glorify God and sanctify the people. Yeah. So now they should we, all sing. Will you be uh, doing anything for the Easter vigil? We will be live streaming the Easter Tridium. Now tell me that so you're going to sing the, the Exaltat. Server. Oh, no. Uh, deacon Tim's going to sing the Exaltat. Oh, that's right. You've got a deacon there. Yes, that's I forgot. That's right. Yeah. Well, so you're saying really to, about Miss Parker, our music director, um, that if you can sing, anybody can sing. Is that what you're saying? That's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we are all here to glorify God and sanctify the people with our, the voices God gave us. Yeah. Great, great. Well, Thomas, it's wonderful to speak to you and to be connected with you in this way, even though it's not uh, person to person, one on one. Um, it's still great to hear your voice and to hear that you're doing so well. I want to encourage you and certainly all the seminarians, anyone listening to this podcast, um, as I said in my, my video that began uh, the remote delivery formation, even though we have to maintain social distancing, we've got to remember that God has not distanced himself from us. Uh, that he is still very, very near to us. This Holy Week is a difficult time, and it, it is a, a week in which it's been predicted to be maybe the, the worst of it in the United States with regard to COVID-19. Um, at the same time, we know that Holy Week uh, ends with the resurrection and, and in hope. Uh, so we have to maintain that hope and know that the future uh, is still before us to bring us his grace and, uh, God willing, um, healing from, from this pandemic um, so Thomas thanks again for, for participating it was wonderful yeah my pleasure Monsignor thanks for having me and I want to I thank everyone for joining us during this episode of uh, Shepherd's Gate know that indeed you're all in our prayers and we ask you to pray for us at the Mount that we might continue our ministry of priestly formation and send down from the Mount holy self-sacrificial shepherds for the people of God to light a fire on the earth for the salvation of souls. And so, uh, especially in this holy week, may God bless each and every one of you. Mm -hmm.